Welcome to the Female CEO Showbiz Bestie. I'm your business big sis, Courtney, a corporate dropout turned two times founder with a passion for helping women build businesses that support their dream lives, not businesses that run their lives. Let's face it, being a woman is hard. Being an entrepreneur is hard, but you don't have to go on this journey alone. I'm here to have the real, unfiltered conversations about business ownership as a woman that no one else is. Get ready to level up and let's dive in to today's episode. Hello, biz besties. Welcome to this week's episode of the Female CEO Show podcast. I am so excited to have you here with me for this as promised episode. I want to share with you how I manifested my dream car over the summer, the nitty gritty, the details of it all. I've shared this inside of the Level Up Lounge, my membership before, and the feedback on the story was pretty awesome. So I want to share it with you because it is a good juicy story about manifestation. So this summer, I got brought home my dream car. It's a one of the new Ford Broncos. It is all like, oh, she's beautiful. She's got big old tires on her. It's lifted. It has this like brush bar in the front with this like gnarly modular bumper. It's blue. It is on brand AF. It has a hard top. It has a soft top. It has a subwoofer in the back because I love to drive around and blast music and just jam. It has like heated seats, hearing heated steering wheel. Oh my gosh. I am so excited about that. I've already been using it this fall. And like it's all it's all decked out. She's all decked out, baby. Dream freaking car. So when the Broncos were first released, I was immediately like Yes, that is what I want. Because I knew that I was coming to the end of the life of my car. I had a Ford Escape and it was like I got it in high school. I had driven it for like 10 years and she was a great car. But like I just knew that it was getting old and it was kind of coming to the point where it was like, okay, I either run the wheels off of this car and I drive this car until it dies and probably end up with an unreliable car or I get a new car while the escape still has value so I can trade it in and get money for the car and so I had been looking at other cars and I just couldn't really find one that I really like loved or that I was excited about enough that would make me get rid of the escape. So I just kind of kept rolling with the escape. But then the Broncos came out and I was like, oh my God, yeah, yes, that is what I want. And so I like built out my Bronco. I figured out what I wanted, like all of the specifics of it. And then I went to order it and I wanted a hard top. And I went to order it and they were only placing or allowing orders for the soft top. And I did not want the soft top. And because I I grew up and my mom had a soft top Jeep. And it was just like the loudest, noisiest thing on the planet. Like I did not like the soft top. So I didn't want a soft top car. And 
So I was like, oh, like, okay, I guess I'll, I'll just hold out. Like I'm, I don't want to order a soft top car, so I'm going to hold out. And I looked at like, because they weren't making the hard tops that, because the Broncos, when they first came out, had a lot of production issues. Um, so they weren't accepting orders for the hard tops because they weren't making them and the order banks were already really backed up. So they weren't accepting orders and I was like, okay, well, I'll hold out, you know, figuring that maybe it would just be a couple of months until they were accepting orders for hard tops. And then they closed the order banks entirely. No one, absolutely no one could order a Ford Bronco. No one could order because they were trying to catch back up on all of the orders they were backlogged on. And so I heard from my dealer and I talked with multiple dealers too. And a lot of them were like awful. Like they were not helpful. Um, so I talked with, you know, like multiple dealers trying to, trying to get my car ordered and ended up stick, like finding one and just sticking with them who seemed reliable. And so no orders could go through. And I heard like, oh, like they should be open this summer, which, so all of this is happening in 2022. Um, so like I heard the order banks would be opening back in the summer and they didn't. So I heard like the end of fall, another dealership told me that they'd be opening like towards the end of the fall. They didn't open. I heard end of year, they didn't open. And so I was just kind of like, well, this is the car I want. So I'm going to wait. And this is kind of where the manifestation process of it all comes in. So first up, I got crystal fucking clear on exactly the car that I wanted. Every single detail of that car, I knew. I knew exactly what I wanted. It was so freaking specific. I knew all of the details, exactly what it was that I wanted. Because then people were telling me like, oh, you should buy a used one. Like, get a used one. I was like, no, because it's not going to be like exactly what I want. And then I did find one, a used one that was exactly what I wanted. And I was like, oh my gosh, holy shit. Okay. And they were asking $30,000 more for this used car than it would be if I just waited and was able to get a brand new one. It was nuts. The used market for Broncos was absolutely nuts because they weren't being made. So dealerships had people in a chokehold and knew that they could get a literal extra like $30,000 out of people to buy these cars. And I was like, I am not playing a fool to that game. I will wait. And I feel like this was an important part of this manifestation process was the patience. I was patient. I knew that this car, this exact car, would be mine one day. I just didn't have a timeline attached to it. And I knew every single detail, all of the specifics of it. All of the specifics. And then I put in the work, too. So I had put my name on a wait list at a dealership. And, you know, they told me that I was like the first on the list. And then as soon as order banks opened, they would get my order in. 
but I started, you know, I kept, I kept my pulse or I kept my finger on the pulse of when these order banks were going to open back up. And I just so happened to Google like Bronco order banks opening like a week or two before they were set to open again, but they were only opening for 24 hours, like 24 hours only these order banks were opening. So you could get your order in and then they were closing them again and no more orders were being taken. So I found out this information because I like had the thought of like, huh, I wonder when the order banks are going to open and went and looked. It was like an intuitive hit that I like, you know, you get those random thoughts that pop up in your head, like follow those. I very much like those are intuitive hits. Like those are being downloaded to you very intentionally. Like those are the thoughts that you should follow. Those are the things that you should research that you should look further into. So I get that intuitive hit and I'm like, oh yeah, I wonder when they are going to open. Google it. Two weeks, 24 hours only. So I immediately text my dealer and I'm like, have you heard about this? Will we be able to get my order in? She had not heard about this, that the order banks were opening for 24 hours. So I was the one who made her aware of it because I was putting in the work, doing these things in the background to like keep tabs on it. So we were able to get my order in, which was really, really exciting. And I was like, oh my gosh, okay. And then we, we put it in and it was just kind of like sending it into the abyss. No clue when it was going to come. Nothing. So I was truly expecting to wait like nine to like 14 months to get this car with like how long I had already wanted this car and had been completely unable to order it. And how backed up things had been. I was expecting like 9 to 14 months for me to get this car. And I released that timeline. I'm like, okay, my order is in. That's mine. Like, that's mine. It's coming. I'm going to get it. Whenever it comes, like, we'll be good. There's no rush. There's no rush. Like, my car is still working, still running. We're in a good position. There's no need to stress. It's ordered. Like, and that was half the freaking battle. Like, that was a huge step was just getting the car ordered. So, it gets ordered. And I'm like, okay, we're releasing the timeline. It'll get here when it gets here. Maybe I'll have it by this fall, but, like, I'll definitely have it by next summer for sure. And I kick back and I relax and every night as I'm falling asleep, I, like, visualize myself, like, driving the Bronco, like, being behind the wheel of it, getting in the car, like, visualizing myself driving the car. And I feel like these nighttime visualizations have been huge for me in manifesting and nighttime affirmations, too. Just, like, when your brain is in that theta state feeding your brain like those visions of your future the things that you want the things that you really want to affirm the things that you want your subconscious to mull over for the next eight hours while you are asleep I feel like that was huge so the nightly visualizations and then it's probably about a month later I or maybe even like two months no probably like a month later I get an email that my car is scheduled for production less than two months after the order had been placed. And I'm like, oh my God, what? And even then I'm still like, okay, cool. So it's going to be made, but like, 
we'll see when I get it, you know, we'll see what happens. I'm still very released on the timeline, but I amp up my visualizations even more. And I'm really envisioning myself in this car. I'm envisioning like picking it up and getting delivery of the car and just really focusing on all of that. And then I don't hear anything for a while. And supposedly it only takes like three days to build the car or something. So like I should have heard from them sooner. And so someone who had also had a different car built by Ford was like, yeah, something happened and it's stuck in production. Like you're waiting on a part or something. And I was like, Ugh, of course, because I have all these add-ons on the car. Like I knew that was a possible. And I told the dealer that I was like, to get this through production, like we can get rid of this. We can get rid of this. I'm willing to be flexible on this. Like these are my non-negotiables though, that I'm not willing to budge on, but to get it through production, like to get me this car, these are the things I'm willing to flex on. And we didn't end up having to flex on any of them, which was awesome. And a lot of that came down to patience. And then I get an email that my car is being delivered. Like it just skipped that part where on the timeline where it shows that it's built and it just went straight to delivery. And I was like, holy shit, like my car is getting delivered next week. Like it happened so fast. I got my car in less than three months after ordering it. But like over a year since I had decided that I first wanted it and first tried to order the car. And what I think it really boiled down to in like manifesting this car was patience. But I was so freaking specific on exactly what I wanted. I knew exactly what I wanted. It wasn't just like, I want a Ford Bronco. No, it was like, I want a Sasquatch Lux Bronco in Area 51 with the brush bar, with the, like, this specific interior. Like, everything to a T, I knew, bit by bit, piece by piece, every single thing about that car that I wanted. And that held for over a year. That did not change. And I had that certainty that, like, it was going to be mine. I had this certainty that it was mine because I knew it was inevitable that one day it would be. And, you know, with something like that, you know, it's like when you buy something on Amazon, you're like, okay, cool. Like it'll be here in two days. It's mine. And you know that it's coming. So you don't just like wait at the door for UPS to arrive two days from now. Like, you know, it's coming and you know that it's yours. And same thing with this car. Like, you know, I had to wait to be able to order it, but there was the utmost certainty that I was going to have that car, that it was mine, even once the order was placed. Once the order was placed, that I knew that car was mine. It was just a matter of time. And what if you could approach your dreams, your goals, your aspirations, your manifestations inside of your business and inside of your life? Maybe even some of the things that are less like material like that, where it's like you place the order, you know it's yours. Can you approach your goals, your dreams, your manifestations in your life and in your business like that with the certainty that it's going to be yours and just patience of continuing to put in the work, continuing to show up and releasing the timeline 
I think that was a huge part of this was I was so unattached to the timeline and I was so unattached to the outcome of it. I just knew that it would be mine. I knew that it would be sitting in my driveway eventually, you know? And so I just completely released that timeline. And I feel like when we set goals for ourselves, we're like, this is where I want to be in six months. And when that doesn't happen in six months, you get defeated. You, you know, take your foot off the gas. You feel frustrated. You're like, oh, this must not be meant for me. I've been trying to manifest this to happen in six months and it didn't happen. What if you could release the timeline? And just to be like this with uncertainty, this will be mine. Whenever it comes to me is when it comes to me. Whenever it becomes mine is when it shall be. But I'm going to be patient. I'm going to release the timeline. I'm going to be so fucking specific on what it is that I want. That there is no way that the universe can get this lost in communication. Like this is very specifically exactly what I want. And when it is time, it will come. It will be mine because I trust that the universe has a greater understanding of things than I do. If I had gotten that Bronco a year ago, like who knows? Like it, but it wasn't the right time. And I trust that the universe has my back and wants to give me all of the things that I want, but it's going to do it in its divine timing. It's going to do it when it is best for me to get that. Whatever lessons that I have to learn, whatever things are going to happen, or whatever you know things I'm going to avoid by not having that that will keep me safe or that will keep me on track. That, that is what I truly believe. So how can you have that that unwavering certainty that what you're working towards will be yours and put in the work, do the things. Because if I, I mean, this is a very small, a small piece of that puzzle, but like I had to put in that work to figure out when the order banks were opening and let my dealer know that the order banks were opening for 24 hours. If I had just been like, oh, la -di -da, it will be mine eventually, but I'm not going to put in any effort into getting it. Who knows when my order would have been placed, if it would have been placed. Because my dealer didn't know that that was happening. So I had to put in that work. And here's the thing. There are people that ordered, I'm in some like, you know, Facebook groups for Bronco owners. It's really fun and it's totally becoming part of my personality. It's great. Um, and there are people who ordered their Broncos, who literally ordered them, like placed their order two years ago and were getting their Broncos after mine. Like, after me. I was less than three months from ordering to delivery. And I'm like, how did these people order their Broncos two years ago? And I got mine so much sooner. I don't know. I don't freaking know. I think it had something to do with the dealer that I picked, too. Because Colin said he was like, well, maybe they've just been, like, on a wait list or something. Like, they thought they ordered, but the dealership couldn't actually get their order in. And so they thought they ordered their Bronco two years ago, but it never actually, like, was ordered. And I went with a smaller dealership, like a small-town dealership. I was their only Bronco order. I was the first and only Bronco that they have ordered. Whereas there's a Ford dealership a couple miles down the road from me who, like, everyone in the Kansas City area who wants a Bronco is going there. So if I would have not done my research, if I wouldn't have looked around, if I wouldn't have gotten crafty, 
I could still be waiting to get one, could still even be waiting for one to be ordered for me if I had gone with another dealership or kind of taken a lazier route. The work that you put into your manifestation is absolutely crucial. But going back to that absolute uncertainty, I want to share with you another story. I wasn't planning on sharing this in this episode, but as I was talking about like the certainty of having it. So this summer, well, you know um, that Colin and I really want a wake boat. We want a wake surf boat. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that we've been wake surfing, learning how to wake surf, and we've always wanted a boat. And now we're like, okay, it's like we're getting a wake surf boat. Well, friends, wake surf boats aren't cheap. (laughs) And that's a goal that we're working towards. But there was a giveaway. This brand was doing a giveaway of a wake surf boat. And I found it and I entered us and I was absolutely fucking delusional about the fact that we were going to win this boat. Like, it was just certain. It was like in my bones that I knew that we were going to win this giveaway and that we were going to win this boat. And I got Colin in on it too. And he's, you know, not big on like manifestation, you know, or whatever. And I'm, though I kept talking to him about like, when we get our boat, like when we get our boat, And I got him on it too, to like start talking about like when we get our boat and when we win this boat and like act like there was no doubt in the way that we were talking that that boat wasn't going to be ours. Like we were referring to the boat as our boat when we talked about it, when we talked about the giveaway and we talked about it openly a lot. Like we had these conversations, we talked about it and we acted as if it was going to be ours, like without any doubt. And the absolute sense of certainty and delusion that I felt inside of myself that that boat was going to be ours is unlike anything I had ever felt. Like, it was no doubt that that boat was ours. There was no way that we weren't winning it. Like, that's just how the things were lining up. And I was like, this boat is ours. Like, we're winning this boat. We're going to have a wake boat. And we were talking about what we were going to do with it, all of the things. And (laughs) so we did not win the boat, which that fucking hurt. I'm not going to lie. I was like, I'm going to be like the most powerful manifester in the world. Like, (laughs) this is just going to prove to me how powerful of a manifester I am when I manifest this boat. But I was doing the visualizations at night. We were speaking positively about it and we were speaking in the present tense about it and we were having these conversations about it and I was just thinking about it all the time. And I just had this delusion. Like, that's the only way I can actually explain it. It was like delusion that we were going to win this boat. We did not win the boat. (laughs) Boo. But I feel like it really taught me that that's that level of certainty that you need to feel about your dreams, about your business, about your vision. You just have like the utmost delusion that it is coming, that it is going to happen for you, that what you envision is yours. And that's why you're envisioning it. And it was so powerful and beneficial for me to see that and feel that to know like how to approach those things as if it is already 
mine and to have that delusion because I was like, wait, I was like, there has like, what's the lesson from this? Like, I was so excited. I was so hyped. I was so delusional knowing, like absolutely certain that we were going to win this boat and we didn't. What's the lesson? And I dissected it and was like, what do I need to learn from this? Because everything is a case study and we learn so much more from our failures than we do from our wins. So I was like, what do I need to learn here? And I was like, this is how I need to be approaching my business. Like this feeling, I need to keep this feeling alive. But instead of, you know, being delusional about a boat, I need to be delusional about my business. I need to be delusional about my future. And absolutely uncertainly know that it is coming. And then with the car, it's like you have to release the timeline. Release the timeline, but stay delusional. Stay certain. Get really fucking specific on what it is that you want. Think about it often. Visualize it. Daydream it. Act as if it's already yours. And watch it come into your life when it's meant to. But don't let your self-imposed timeline of when you think it should come or when it's supposed to come. And if it doesn't by then, like knock you off course. If you remain delusional and you have that delusion that it's going to happen for you and you just have that feeling, that deep feeling in your gut and in your heart and in your soul that you know that you are meant for this, keep on keeping on with that. And that's how these things are going to happen and come to fruition. But it like release the timeline, get specific, be fucking delusional and envision it, daydream about it, think about it, talk about it and be patient and take the action. Obviously, especially when it's your business, like you have to take the action that's going to help you get there. It's not just going to fall into your lap one day, but I really feel like the visualization almost helps give you the next steps. It's like a strategy session with yourself on what you need to do. I saw a meditation practice on TikTok and it was like, you know, meditate for 10 minutes, visualizing your future, like visualizing your dream future, your ideal future, what you want, 10 minutes, and then come and journal for 10 minutes about your future, but about what the like missing pieces are, like the gaps and fill in the gaps of where you are now to where you need to go to get there. And it literally, you like plan out like a strategy. You have like action steps on the things that you need to do to get from here to there. That's how you do that. And that's how you quantum leap and how you manifest quickly is by seeing that version of yourself and of who you want to be, of who you're trying to manifest, of the things you're trying to manifest and who you are today and bridging that gap. What can you do today that will make you be that person that will help get you closer? How is this future version of yourself acting? How can you show up as her today and be on that same energetic wavelength and be on that same level as her? That is absolutely what you need to be looking out for and how you need to be approaching manifestation. I am not claiming to be a manifestation guru or expert or coach or anything like that. But I wanted to share this story with you on how I manifested my car. And then this, the story of the failed manifestation of the boat, but it wasn't a failure because I, I learned 
about that feeling and about the delusion and how to keep the delusion in play, but for something even more valuable than a wake boat, like for my business, for my future. And that absolute delusion, the uncertainty, not uncertainty, utmost certainty that that will be yours and that will be your future so long as you stay the path. So thanks so much for joining me on this week's episode of the Female CEO Show. This was a fun episode to talk about manifestation, switching things up a little bit. Uh, But I mentioned that this is a story that I had already told in my membership, The Level Up Lounge. So this episode is brought to you by The Level Up Lounge for Healthy Wealthy Female CEOs. It is my membership for female entrepreneurs. We focus a lot on the business strategy, but also on your physical and mental well-being as well. And this is my 360 approach to success as a female CEO. It's the successful CEO framework that I realized was like the missing key for me in my business. Like we focus so much on strategy, but we aren't focusing on our physical health. We aren't really focusing on our mental well-being. And especially like not a lot of business coaches are like, sure, you could go work with a personal trainer or sure, you could go work with a mindset coach or a life coach or a manifestation expert. But inside of the Level Up Lounge, I'm bringing all three of those pieces together under one roof. So you don't have to be working with a bunch of different people, spending a ton of money in a bunch of different places, trying to level up your life and your business. We are doing it all inside of the Level Up Lounge. As a listener of the Female CEO Show podcast, you get an exclusive discount so you can join the Level Up Lounge with the link linked in the show notes. And it has an exclusive discount for you for being a loyal listener of the podcast. Thank you so, so much for joining me. I love you so much. I hope to see you inside of the lounge and I will see you on next week's episode of the Female CEO Show. Bye, bestie.